This is such a crazy season, isn't it? I am thrilled to be back together, though. I just uh, missed you guys much and missed your faces. <laughs> so, um, in the 10th chapter of Luke, there are certain activities that are part and parcel of the Christian relationship in the Lord. And, and there are times when we're going, well, maybe I ought to be reaching out to people more. Maybe I ought to be serving people more. Maybe I need more time in prayer. And, you know, when you're trying to evaluate and say, what are the important things that I need to do? What are the things that uh, are activities within the body of Christ? And it's a big deal, right? At the end of the ninth chapter, um, Jesus had told people very plainly, he says, whoever puts his hand to the plow and looks back isn't worthy of me. You know, it's, he's, he's not fit for the kingdom of God. And so there are some hard statements there to just say, this is very important, and we need to make good choices. In fact, in this 10th chapter, uh, Jesus is calling out some of the cities that haven't responded to him, and he's going... Um, you know, are you going to be drawn up to heaven? Nope, you're going down to hell. You know, and so he's very plain about it. And you're kind of going, again, those are hard statements. And there are things that you're going, oh, this is important. I want to get this right while I'm living this life. So um, that said, I want to look at three of the, the stories within this 10th chapter, all describing different things. The first is that Jesus had sent out 72 people going out into communities in front of him. So it's his evangelistic teams, it's his prep teams. Uh, he, they're going in, they're getting people ready for what's coming. And he empowers them to uh, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. And so they're going in, there's a lot of noise going on. You know, you wonder how did he get these huge crowds at points of, say, 10 to 15,000 if, if you're gathering, and how, how would that have taken place except there was a lot of buzz in the region? And so these, he had sent out these 72 people to, to go and, and proclaim the kingdom. And he says, in that, he says, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest field. So he's making a declaration saying, this should be one of our prayers. One of our prayers is that people would go out and proclaim the gospel to the lost. And, and we know that. We know in our hearts that it's important for us to keep making declaration to those that don't believe, to keep reaching out to those who haven't heard. And so we take that and we say, okay, evangelism. I, 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 I know that's an important part of faith and life in the Lord. But there's more. <laughs> and in the very next story, it says a religious expert comes to Jesus and says, well, how do I inherit eternal life? And Jesus says, well, what do you think it is? And he says, well, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus goes, that's a good answer. The man wanting to justify himself says, well... Uh, who's my neighbor? And of course, then comes the story of the Good Samaritan. And you're familiar with it. A man uh, is 
is on the road. He gets robbed, beaten up, left for dead. And several people pass by, people who should have known better. But it says a priest and a Levite, both religious leaders, they see him, but there's not enough in them to stop, and they keep going. And the next person that comes along is a Samaritan who would have been scorned in that day by the group that Jesus was telling this story to, but at the same time, he's the one who sees him, has compassion, stops, bandages his wounds, puts him on his donkey, hauls him to an inn, takes care of him, and then leaves some coins with the the owner and says, watch him until I come back. And Jesus asks, well, which one was the neighbor? And the guy says, the one that showed mercy. And so we're going, okay, you know, there are acts of kindness. That's to be a part of my life too. We had the passage of evangelism, but now there's acts of mercy and kindness. that's That's what I'm supposed to be about. Evangelism, mercy, great, but there's more. So the final story in in this particular passage is with Mary and Martha. Again, these are well-known stories, but uh, Martha invites Jesus to share a meal with them and come stay at their house, and she's busy with the preparations, and Mary It says, sits at Jesus' feet and listens to him. And uh, Martha gets a little hacked off with her sister and says, Jesus, tell her to to help me. You know, she's she's just sitting there. You know, and you can imagine that that works-oriented person. And, you know, have you ever taken on something and, and then you start getting angry because others aren't quite helping the way that you think they should? You know, and it's, it's one of those times where, you know, she's taking on a noble task and no one else is stepping up. And Jesus goes, uh, I'm not going to take this away from her. She's doing what's important. And in looking that, you're going, okay, developing a relationship with the Lord or developing relationship with others, that's important. You know, Jesus is... Jesus is on the earth, and there's only this small window, and uh, Mary is listening. She's investing in that relationship, and Jesus says, that's important, more so than just even the other prep work. Now, we all appreciate prep. We all appreciate others making things go smooth, but that's not the full story, is it? In, In some ways... Martha was doing the mercy or compassion thing. She was serving others. But Jesus goes, this relationship and this connect is really important. And so I'm just, you know, I'm I'm looking through that and I'm going, there are days when I'm going, oh, I, I need to be, I need to be out talking to someone now, you know? Or there's days, well, I, I really need to go help someone. You know, that I, in honor of God, I want to, you know, I want to do this thing right. Or there's a, I need to be praying more. I need to be in the scripture. I need to be, you know, honing this relationship and listening for his voice. And I think the challenge is 
doing the right activity at the right time. It's not all one or the other. It's not just evangelism. It's not just acts of mercy. It's not just the relational side of the connect. Each of us, I think, has different strengths in those areas. And for some of us, one of those areas is just like, this is, this is what I was made for. And it's easy to just say, that's what I'm about, and that's what God's called me to. And in some ways, that's appropriate, but it's not the full story. And if you want your life rounded out, so to speak, then you need to start investing in the other areas as well and not just saying, I can do the one and skip all the others. Because that's the easiest one, and that's you know the one I naturally move toward. But I think when we look at it and say, well, I want to stand before the Lord, and I want to hear well done, and I want to know that I've applied myself in the areas that he wants, then it's, it's looking and saying, I want a well-rounded life as well. So this 10th chapter, you know, that the evangelism, the acts of mercy, the relationship, it kind of gives that summary idea of these are activities that we want to throw ourselves into. What a wonderful thing to have the scripture <laughs> and to revisit that and just say, okay, Lord, even as I look at these, what would you like me to put more energy into? What would you, you know, in the way of evangelism, bring to mind somebody that you would like me to speak to that doesn't know you, that needs to know your ways. Or in the acts of service, Lord, bring to mind someone that needs help, that I can invest in, that it would be a valuable thing for their life. Or it's like, Lord... <laughs> Help me to abandon the clutter of activity long enough to listen for your voice or to invest just in that communication with someone and building relationship in a way that honors you. I think all of us can walk through things and go, this person brings me closer to God or this person, in a sense, pulls me away. And we have to evaluate those relationships and say, is this, is this beneficial or is it destructive? And we can look at different activities and go, is this beneficial? Is it destructive? We look at the things that we get involved in with our time and say, is this moving me toward the Lord or is it pulling me away? And we target these other activities and say, okay, if I'm getting rid of something that really isn't necessary, what do I want to fill it with? And we can look at these things like reaching out to the lost. We can look at showing acts of mercy. We can look at building our relationship and acknowledging God is good in all of it. Amen. Your blessing rests on these, your people. May they know the fullness of favor that you intend for their lives. May they discover with joy what it is to walk healthy relationship with you, hearing your voice, following your commands, living life to the fullest. As each one goes into the community, I ask that you give them words of wisdom to speak over others. I 
ask that you'll enable them to carry out the workings of your kingdom and gift them with the supernatural. Be lifted up and exalted, our Lord, we pray. We love you this day. Amen.